welcome to the Modern Ear Podcast, Heavy Rotation, the Holiday Edition. I'm Trevor. I'm Barrick. And today, I do not have a bad pun. Uh, special. It is a special episode, so, well, at least not for the opening. Maybe we will I was see expecting what, what will happen. a very hor- horrible ho-ho-ho pun. Yeah, I already sent you a bad one uh, via WhatsApp, I know, but uh, it was it was too bad. But today, anyway, we're going free flow. We will drop all our categories. Maybe we'll make up some during the episode. But one thing is for sure, we will talk about Christmas and about Christmas music, right? Exactly. And... We have also made a Christmas playlist with some of the music, more than some of the music that we'll be talking about today. That is, there's 49 songs on it, and it's just under three hours, two hours and 46 minutes, and it is on Spotify, and I will share the link on Instagram. So if anyone wants to listen to a the modern ear heavy rotation holiday edition playlist that will be on spotify and we will not stop the count i think there will be more more tracks during the next day in the in the list and the playlist if you keep adding more though someone's gonna end up shooting themselves by the time it's christmas Hello. Not, not, not all of them are depressing. There are a lot of differences. <laughs> Eddie yeah, Vedder I... makes an appearance in your... Yeah. True. Eddie Vedder Christmas music. So, Barry. This one I only put into the list because it has his name, Eddie Vedder, on it. I never listened to it in advance. I just put it on the list. <laughs> well, that's not good. I, I have a few questions about songs that you actually added onto the list that maybe you can explain to me. Uh, maybe the, the answer is quite similar to the one I just gave. <laughs> Why is All You Need Is Love on the playlist? From the Beatles? Yeah. That is actually because... I know it's not a, a Christmas song, but... All you need is love is a good motto, I think, for, for for Christmas. And I want some more uplifting stuff. You know, you just said usually it's so much depressing. And for me, a little bit, it is kind of a Christmas song because when I was very young, I remember I saw uh, the movie Yellow Submarine with my my older brother, and it was uh, around Christmas time. So, and okay, for some reason. Fair for for this song, I have to think about the the holiday season, and I think just from the lyrics on and from the mood, it is not a real Christmas song, but something some song I I like listening to that time. I I was very much wondering that why that was on there, and the other one, um, Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. This I only put in because I I was googling. Uh, Christmas songs and and was was searching for different genres and some website 
set there. That's a great Christmas song. And I listened to it and said, hmm, that's a strange one. But I, I put it in and I, I want I wanted to know what, what Trevor thinks about it. I think it's one of the trashiest Christmas songs it, ever. It really is trashy, right? It's so trashy. I hate I said, it. What? What, what, what is this? What, what do I miss? Okay. So we're on the same page about this. I was like, when I then had it, listened to the songs, I put it, I said, should I just get rid of that song? I said, nah, leave it in. Let's see what Trevor thinks about it. I. I don't like it. Yeah, re- what's, really... what's your favorite Christmas song of all time? Do you have a favorite Christmas song of all time? Not really, but I would say there are like two that directly are coming to mind just from... I would say the one thing is like the classic songs that are like performed by Frank Sinatra. Like, like you could pick any any that is, for example, on the She and Him album with Zoe Deschanel performed by Frank Sinatra. That is for me a typical Christmas sound that I also like like listening in the background. For example, you put on. Um, in the list uh, from Gary Porter, we talked in the in the last uh, episode about the the Christmas song. That sound is for me like a typical Christmas sound. I also like. And the other one is a song I put in. It's just because of my memories sitting in the room of my old ten year older brother. It's uh, "War Is Over" if you want it. "Happy Christmas" for by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Yeah, that is like. Uh, maybe the first christmas song that comes to my mind uh, when i'm thinking about christmas songs yeah. i uh i also have some songs not from frank sinatra my big one growing up for kind of crooner music was bing crosby's white mm. christmas album my parents had that they still have it on vinyl and we would listen to that like every year I need to try to score that from them. That would be a good addition to the collection. Yeah, that is like a Christmas movie music. That's that is Christmas music. That's classic. That album. Yeah. And I, I also, when I was little, we had um, my parents had a cassette tape of Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Hmm. And that just makes me think of Christmas baking with my mom every time I hear it. Yeah, then it's a good memory. You can almost smell the the baking. It's that oh, kind of good. effect. I think that's one thing I like about all the, well, in music in general, but with Christmas music, we always had tons of Christmas music playing growing up, so we would na- we would be listening to it from the beginning of December until end of de- until Christmas, and now listening to that with my kids, it brings back so many memories. I like that with music. Absolutely, that that is 
so powerful with music that and especially for christmas i i get it you just mentioned it man now you have your, your own family in general not just about music from a scale one to ten how much of a christmas person are you if 10 would be like you wake up in december every morning and you feel like you are you, you are santa on earth i am santa no uh probably like a seven or an eight huh? it's nice i have fun with all the christmas traditions especially now with kids yeah it's lots of fun i get that like my mom makes christmas stockings for everyone every everyone as soon as they're born i've lost mine now though so i'm waiting for her to uh make me a new one mine was also tiny everyone here has giant stockings both the girls and my wife all three have uh giant stockings and mine was very miniature santa could not fit very much into my stocking <laughs> what is the most what, what you think the most typical canadian christmas ritual that that you know or maybe it, it just at your home there's there's Not something really, I don't think there's a Canadian ritual. One interesting thing, though, from Christmas rituals, talking about that, my mom, when um, I started dating my wife, my younger sister was dating a German guy as well, which was pretty funny. And he lived in Canada. And she then decided she wanted to research stuff about German Christmas. And she found something about hanging pickles in trees what and everyone every german person i know is like what? <laughs> exactly that reaction my wife was like yeah no we don't hang pickles in trees and <laughs> boyfriend of my sister was like no we don't <laughs> yeah like, it never heard of it sense. pickles in trees mm-hmm Oh, I have no idea where she got this from. You I have to check the source. Bavarians. Yeah, maybe, or maybe. maybe it's a Bavarian thing. You never know. Or if somewhere East Germany could be. But, But as you, as we talk about Canada, is there a, like a Michael Bublé Christmas album? That would make sense for him. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Buble has a Chris. There's so many good Canadian Christmas albums. Growing up, we would always listen to Anne Murray. I don't know. She is a old kind of singer songwriter from the 70s. Great taste in hockey teams. <laughs> she's a she's a giant. She loves the Maple Leafs. Voice of an angel. And as I said, big Maple Leafs fan. So I actually totally forgot about that album until this year. When my my older sister made a family playlist that everyone could add to, and she put a bunch of songs that we always used to listen to when we were little kids onto the playlist. I have to make that too. Pretty sure that my mother will also find a lot of songs that I will then say, "Ah, yeah, I've totally forgot about that song." I had that when uh, when researching, like what, or not researching, but looking for what albums or what songs to put onto our playlist. I asked mom what my mom what songs was it i said this is what i have for artists from my from when we were kids is anything missing 
and my mom wrote me and said, um, Perry Como is missing. And I was like, I have no idea who Perry Como is. And we so did not listen to Perry Como. And then she wrote me, yeah, this song. And I listened to her. I was like, I don't know that song at all. <laughs> and then my older sister was like, listen to this one instead. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. That one makes sense. Ah. The siblings, I think, will it'll make more sense if you ask them. Yeah. Than parents. Parents have totally different. Like when I'm when the my girls are older, and if they do this kind of thing where they look back at the music they listen to as kids, they'll have totally different recollections than what I do. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I think so. But as you just mentioned it, um, with the list and, and and family, there's just coming another album to my mind that it's not really a Christmas album, but it's like in, in the swing section, they know Robbie Williams has also like a swing album that was also, I think, released around Christmas. There's a song with Kylie Minogue on it, something like it. And Robbie has a full-on Christmas album, though. Is it also a Christmas album? And he that one my mother liked. Album. I think I also bought her once that we listened to it was not as a kid but you know like in my teenage years something like that or even older i will we were also listening to that a couple of times do you have and do you actually what do you, what would you give yourself as a rating for holiday spirit barrack if i gave myself a seven or an eight what are you giving yourself I will also be in a seven, seven range. So I, I really like uh, December, like all that, that Christmas period. I always loved it as a kid. Um, but do you love know, it now? I still like it a lot. So, and that one thing I'm, I'm, I'm missing totally this year is uh, the big uh, company Christmas party. You know, I'm for 17 years in my in my company, and we have a lot of parties. Of course, this year not. Um, and the best one usually always is uh, in the headquarters, the Christmas party. For 17 years, I never missed one. It's like it's just special. I we I also like that at the end of the year, to you really feel that it slows down, at least in, in the people I'm surrounded with and. I like the holiday itself at my family um, still. Now, you know, I don't have kids, but I have a lot of nephews and nieces. And I also like that, like, everything slows down, good food. So, no, I, I really enjoy the, the, the whole December a lot, I have to say. Do you guys have any Christmas music that you listen to at home during the Christmas holidays when you visit your parents? Uh, right now, not that much. The most um, played music is uh, from Sting uh, that my mother liked. That's not officially a Christmas album. It's more like a winter album, I think. Um, she put it on a couple of times. And 
yeah i put on sometimes like some some old school frank sinatra stuff so that, that that's basically it but it's also because of when i'm visiting my parents now there's not so much music playing you know i listen to a lot of music but not so much at my parents right now and my mother is doing it more like alone and i should ask my my sister what she's listening for for christmas for example as she also is a professional musician and likes christmas Ooh, that would be interesting yeah i just worked with some last week with some actors and actresses mm -hmm. and they were doing it was for a christmas party online christmas party of course and i had to record them performing some christmas songs and yeah that came up as a topic is of what your favorite christmas song is and what what these actors and actresses considered one of the greatest christmas songs lots of them really liked feliz navidad oh okay they performed that as well um it's more uplifting the greatest version of it is easily by boney m boney m uh, yeah you had it in the list uh the crazy one yeah boney m feliz navidad best version of of that song <laughs> from the album christmas with boney m it's so so good we we used to listen to that when i was a kid as well It's surprising that I actually have decent taste in me, or I consider <laughs> taste in music. Considering <laughs> we listen to so much Boney M and like Frankie Valley. Yeah, but but for Christmas, I've, there's just different rules. So, what's your stand on Wham? Ah, uh, I don't like it, especially uh, that song. I don't think you do. You like it? Last nah, Christmas, we no, are talking no. about. No, no, no. I no. I didn't. I didn't mind it, and then. Until I did a tour in Russia where we had to take a, an overnight train and the alarm clock on the train was, this was in July, mind you, July. <laughs> in the morning when we went to wake up, they blasted Wham! last Christmas in July at like, I think it was like 6 or 6.30 in the morning the entire train <laughs> in July. Every morning. Every, uh, it was just the we woke up the one morning. There was just one one overnight trip on this train. And all of the guys from the tour are like coming out of their cabins and we're like, what is happening? It's July. Why are we listening to Wham right now? Why is last Christmas playing? What is wrong with you, Russia? <laughs> Yeah, crazy Russia. <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense. I was so confused. Well, that, yeah, I I get that. I mean, I so far managed to. We're we're in December. We're in the middle of Christmas time, and I, I haven't listened to it once this year because I don't listen to regular radio. So I'm um, I'm always in that situation that I'm wondering if it maybe if I keep that up that I've if there's one point where I miss it. <laughs> I don't think you will. No, I, I, I also don't think. I just instead play the Jimmy World version. That nah, sounds good. Which which is on the playlist. 
Um, a big thing I really like with the Christmas music nowadays, I like all the new versions of songs of the classics that you that we know from the Frank Sinatra stuff and everything. Yep. But there's people do very new takes on the songs, and it's it's kind of fun hearing DMX. New <laughs> DMX doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That is a family hit here. Makes me such a proud dad. <laughs> it really is funny to, to, to hear DMX as Rudolph. Uh, the the little one, Harper, she... Uh, we have this thing called the Tony box where you take little figures and place them on top and you can... There's ones that you can just put your own content onto and we put... I put a bunch of Christmas music onto a Santa one. And the very first song is the DMX Rudolph the Red Newest Reindeer. <laughs> and, and she will put it on, listen to the whole song. And you can make it go back one by hitting the box, but she's not strong enough to do it. So if you take one off, put a different one on, and then take that one off after it starts playing, it resets the previous Tony. So she'll play the Rudolph by DMX, take it off when it's done, put a different one on. As soon as it starts, take it off and then put the, no. the Rudolph, the Christmas music one back on just to hear that song <laughs> again. It's hilarious. So your little daughter's already hooked on DMX. Oh, crap. DMX, it's, it's like me and... in high school. <laughs> oh, I'm very smart by her. Yeah, she's a smart cookie. Dangerous. Uh, dangerously smart. I have to say, from these new versions, it's not super new, but yeah, more modern. Uh, the last year's, I think the Christmas music and album I, I really like the most is the one by, by she and him. Uh, yeah. Where's the really? one, one part? I, I, I really like it. I was just introduced to it, I know, two or three years ago, but I, I, I really like it especially because of her voice and uh, it's, it's very good zoe de chanel really makes me think of christmas because she's an elf with will ferrell ah okay yeah and that's easily my favorite christmas movie we watched it this year with lillian and yeah i i like her take on baby it's cold outside i just listened to that song again this year when and actually paid attention to the lyrics it's not really the best song lyrically <laughs> okay also never really paid that much attention with the with the me too movement it shouldn't really be played on the radio anymore oh okay that bad oh yeah it's it's not good at all but I, I just like that was the first time I ever heard her sing Christmas stuff, and I really liked her voice. Now that there's the She and Him album, I actually have it on one of them on vinyl. They have two, Ooh. Christmas albums. They have two, oh. uh, M Ward um... and Zoe Deschanel. I have, I have the uh, A Very She and Him Christmas. That one's very good. And there's actually a Chili Gonzalez Christmas album that he brought out this a whole album this ah. year. You a put one album. song on. I put two songs on by Chili. Two? I added one. One is not on the Christmas album. One of them is an extra hip-hop song. And the one that I included is actually with Feist. Yeah. It's called The Bannister Bow. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. I also liked it. The uh, other chili song that I put on is called Christmas Business. It's explicit, so do not listen to it with small children around. Yeah. So, but it's a great okay. song, though. There are also other songs that I put in that you maybe don't listen to with with kids. Like I don't know if Run the Jewels is uh, the the right right band to listen to with the kids. We only have two, uh, technically three. I put on Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. That's one of the hugest christmas songs in the world biggest christmas songs in the world and there's some very bad language in it but it gets played all the time yeah also a very good that's that's one of my favorite christmas songs as well fairy tale of new york also on the playlist is a very interesting take on you're a mean one mr grinch by one of frank ocean's buddies yes mr tyler that's a that's I, I was firstly a little bit um confused that oh Tyler Creator has a Christmas song. Well that's uh for for the Grinch movie. That's a funny one. I liked it. It was a toss up for me between I wanted to put a Grinch song on there. It was either going to be that one or there's another version of of your mean one, Mr. Grinch with by CeeLo. Ah, or the other part of not sparkly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can imagine that he that that was a also good pretty good for that. The biggest Christmas album here in our house right now, though, is actually by Zia. Ah, that's the second song you you put on the, the list. second song. Santa's coming for us. Okay, I believe the whole album is just original christmas music like there's not original yeah everything is original i don't know any of these songs well from anything else it's pretty cool and it's a very very good album every day is christmas it's called by zs and it's just really nice pop christmas music also number three on our on the on the playlist is by the bare naked ladies with michael buble Oh, yeah. That's my favorite Canadian Christmas song, or one of my favorites. I might have a new favorite this year. And that is? Classified. The bells are ringing. Ah, that's a that's a good start of the list. Nice tune. Nice beat. Classified yeah. is always is always good. I have to admit that's the first song I, I heard from Classified, I think. I've given right? you Classified before. Yeah? On your 30th birthday party, we listened to a bunch of Classified. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was a good one. But then I we just party to it. Uh, yeah. And there was a lot of liquor involved, so I, I forgot. There was a lot of liquor involved. And somehow Lily slept through the entire party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sleeping in that the was room. A good that one. was hilarious. It was really cool. Yeah, how you liked uh, after the strange little St. Nick Beach Boys, there's a, a song by Bruce Springsteen. I, I did not know that uh, before I put it on the uh, on that list. I, I just found it. How you like that one? I didn't like it. No. No. <laughs> are you are, are you a Springsteen guy? No. Same for me, but not because I don't like it. It's just I don't know that much of him. I've heard a bit of Springsteen. I don't really get the hype about him. 
but I know there's a kind of a rivalry between fans of Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel. And I'm more of a oh, Billy then Joel there we guy. Go, Billy Joel, yeah. And there's also the, the song Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas uh, by Billy Joel. And I feel Billy Joel has like the perfect voice for making Christmas songs and a Christmas album, which I think he never did, right? I don't think he made a Christmas album. That is a very long song. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, really is. But if Billy Joel would have a Christmas album, that would be a very big chance that it will be running in our house at my parents because yeah. Billy Joel is like a family thing. I have so much memories sitting in the car with my two brothers and my, my sister and my mother and driving uh, to every vacation to Denmark, where she's from, and with, with family and listening like all the way uh, to Billy Joel. So I have so much nice memories about about that. So I'm I'm for sure a team Billy Joel. Oh, me too, one hundred percent. I Billy Joel was one of the first cassettes that I ever had. Hmm. I had his uh, album with "We Didn't Start the Fire" on cassette. I used to love oh, that. That tape. I love that song as a kid. Also, "We Didn't Start the Fire." That is one of my favorite ones, especially as a kid. As a kid, a uh, one of the Christmas albums I would always listen to actually at home. I even included it's a kids a children's singer. I included one of the songs in the playlist just because it's for me it's not Christmas without Raffi. Raffi Raffi is like yeah, Raffi's a Canadian singer songwriter guy, but he he does only kids music. <laughs> but it's fantastic kids music. We listen to this album a lot here at home. We've been listening to it since the middle of November, <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I like it. I've had to. Uh, that has now replaced "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift as the uh, e-bike song for on the way to Kita. Let's see how long. Uh, it's, it's been replaced now by um, "Cheap Thrills" by Sia. Okay, the next Christmas. <laughs> but it's so it's already past no cheap thrills is uh not christmas music at all it's about going out and partying (laughs) (laughs) but that's apparently the newest the newest rage for five-year-olds for you as a kid what was bigger your birthday or christmas eve a christmas 100 i was convinced when i was a little kid um that i saw rudolph in the sky at night like once or like every night no once i was convinced like one year at christmas i looked out my window and i saw this like blink i saw this blinking red light at the wind out out in the air and i was like santa's coming i can see rudolph how old were you i I don't remember i would have been this would have been before i went to school okay so So no no liquor involved no this would have been like four or five and the thing about this bedroom was that there was um a you could see in the distance where it i think it was a grain tower like for where trains drop off grain and it was a blinking red light that was always there Ah. because 
it was there so airplanes wouldn't fly into it. And how long did it take that you figured that out? I don't remember. <laughs> But I know now that that was not Rudolph. I was wrong. Because Santa would not be coming to me if I was still awake. So oh, yeah. But you still sound Obviously. a little bit disappointed that it wasn't Rudolph. Wouldn't you be disappointed? Yeah. If it wasn't Rudolph? Yeah. Well, of course. Of course. Yeah, but I was also like totally uh, pro Christmas. Oh, my birthdays are nice, but I but I still remember I had that dialogue when I was like seven or eight with a friend in school, and he said like, "Nah, birthday is so much better because it's all about me." And I was totally confused. Said, "What? Christmas is so much better because Christmas, all of the you time get, like, and the family and family and food, and you have long days off without school, and I don't know. It's just it's just better. Even just like thinking about you what you wanted for Christmas." Was way more important than thinking about what you wanted for your birthday. Yeah, or at least for me. Absolutely, for me too. And the anticipation time was also way longer, which makes sense because the the Christmas time. But uh, absolutely, the Christmas was the time for the big presents. So it was yeah. just the best. Well, and you guys here in Germany have like the proper advent calendars too yeah but when i was younger that was different that you know you had just had a one door with a little tiny chocolate in it and not like what you see today with these now kids get like uh, in it in the calendar more than uh, some kids got when i was young uh, for for christmas eve <laughs> Yeah. We had when I was a kid, my mom's actually doing it this year over over um WhatsApp for all with videos for all of the grandkids. Mm -hmm. We had the same calendar every year. It was a Christmas wreath with little figures of kids. And every kid was from a different country and it would be a story about what Christmas is like in that country. Hmm. That's cool. Fifth, it was from it's a small world after all it's like a disney thing and so my sisters and i would have to take turns every day one of us would get to put in one of the kids fifth of december was always a big fight fifth of december was a fight yeah yeah that was the irish kid They look like a leprechaun. It was a totally stereotypical costumes. They're supposed <laughs> to be traditional, but the 5th of December was like basically a leprechaun. <laughs> and, and I remember we used to always fight over the 5th of December. <laughs> yeah. For the Boston Celtics mascot. Exactly. Who knew I was a Celtics fan when I was like five? and didn't know what basketball was so now we talked a lot about music and you already mentioned what's your favorite christmas movie are there other movies that uh are like you have to watch every year for christmas that's like a tradition elf we watch every year um and love actually oh yeah that i always watch with my wife she watched it without me this year what 
Yeah. Uh, that's a sweet one. What about yeah. you? Um, I have one Christmas movie I like that is not really a Christmas movie. Let's see if you think it, it is. And I have to, as a kid, for me, the highlight was before Christmas, not on Christmas, that like every year for whatever reasons, there were like the Asterix movies uh, on uh, on television. Nothing to do with Christmas, but, but like every year. No. Uh, but that was a highlight for me. For uh, all of our time. non-German listeners, Asterix and Obelisk are two Vikings. No. That no one outside of Europe knows of. What? They're not Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Asterix and Obelisk, they're Vikings. No, they're from France. Where are they then? Yeah, but they're dressed like Vikings. No. Kalia. I don't know the English word. But it's a, it's a comic. Like Vikings. No. There's also like, there's one comic where they visit the Vikings. So they got visits for the Vikings. But I, I love them as a, as a kid. And there is not, there's a, a sketch, a German um, from, from the 70s. Ein Herz und eine Seele is the name. It's a sketch where, and, and it's very political, kind of ways. Very, very smart. And uh, about a family and how they want to celebrate Christmas. And the father always talks about politics. And he's like uh, an awful uh, guy, awful behavior. But it's, it's very funny. And, and we watch it like every year at Christmas. And I also watched it as a kid. And I laughed, but I, I, I never really got it. But I still laughed. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that was one thing. And... um Another one, also not uh, for kids, but for me, uh, is the Christmas movie is Die Hard one. Uh, that's considered by a lot of people a Christmas yeah. movie, I think. It's a very controversial uh, topic for a lot of people. I just I listened to a podcast about that movie, and there was like two persons were absolutely ah, that is a Christmas movie, and the other one not at all. So. And the one argument against it was it was released on July for cinema. It just place during christmas time but now in germany well, then it's like, not a christmas movie yeah every year uh, on during christmas time it's running on uh, running on tv did you listen to much hasselhoff christmas music when you oh were no uh, absolutely forbidden is is there david hasselhoff christmas music i don't know maybe there is but it's in in, uh, in my family absolutely forbidden no when I was little, we would always watch the uh, the Disney Christmas Carol, like the animated Mickey Mouse Christmas ah, Carol. That, ah, story. yeah, I liked that. It used as a to kid. scare the crap out of me at one point when Scrooge would get yeah thrown into the grave. But I used to always watch that. That was the biggest one when I was a kid. Was that? Yeah, I, I like that too. But it was not that we watched it like every year or something like that. We watched it every year. It was on uh, on TV because there would be like a Disney hour on Sundays. 
Yeah. So we would watch it. I have a feeling now that the newest Grinch movie will be a become a staple here for us. The one that Tyler, the creator, did the song for. How new is it? 2018. Oh, okay. Not quite new. It's better than previous ones. There was one with what? Jim Carrey as the Grinch, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually listened to a podcast about that. Not a podcast, a radio show. I listened to Virgin Radio's morning shows out of Toronto. Okay. I listen to that all the time because one of the hosts is a host of a podcast that I listen to as well, a hockey podcast. And they were, they were talking about the Grinch movies. And in this one, the Grinch is nice to his dog all the time. And in the other ones, he's not. In the and new he should one, always be nice. nice to dogs. In the new yeah. one, he's nice to his dog all the time, which makes sense. His dog's his only friend. Yeah. And... That I liked. And it's it's actually pretty funny. We enjoyed it last night. The voice of the Grinch in it is actually Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, but he doesn't sound British at all. Like it it's crazy. You have to you have to at least see a clip, like even just the trailer of the English version, and think of Benedict Cumberbatch and it'll be like, What? No. It's it threw me for a loop through the whole movie. I was like, this is so weird. He's I kept thinking guy. it was Bill Hader. I really thought it was Bill Hader at first. Which would also he would also be a good Grinch. But uh Tyler the Creator, he just only made uh, music for a soundtrack, or he still has as a voice for Some of the characters. No, he just did the soundtrack. Okay. In the movie, though, is uh, the narrator of the movie is Pharrell. Pharrell, oh, okay. Yeah, so that was cool, too. Yeah, now there will be also, like, a new Pixar movie where Questlove is uh, having a voice, I think, and, and some others. But it's not a Christmas one. So. Um, I included... Another classic Canadian song on the playlist that I think only people in Canada will know of or people who are big fans of sketch comedy from the 70s and early 80s. Okay, so I will... Do you know who Bob and Doug McKenzie are? No. It... So when Saturday Night Live started out, there was, this is a bit of back history. There was a yeah. Canadian version called SCTV. And on SCTV, they can't, it was a sketch comedy show from Canada. And mm -hmm. they came out with this sketch of these two brothers called Bob and Doug McKenzie. And yeah. they're supposed to be like the, it's kind of a precursor to Wayne's World. They would have their own TV show and stuff. That's what I thought when I listened to that track. It's like, is that a parody of Wayne's World or the, what is it? It came before Wayne's World. And I love 
I love that version, The 12 Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. And how is it at your house now? What the presents? Is it on Christmas Eve or is it 25th in the morning? Both. Both? Wow. We do. That's a good house to, to grow up. Well, we mix the we mix the traditions of Canadian and German. Here, most people do it on the twenty fourth, right? Yeah, twenty fourth at night. That's how I yeah. know. And it's you know, we have a lot of most of the traditions at our houses from Denmark, but it's very close. So, so what we do is on the twenty fifth, there's presents from everybody, and then. Or on the sorry, on the twenty fourth, everyone gets presents. So on the twenty fourth, everyone gets presents from each other, and then on the twenty fifth, well, overnight from the twenty fourth to the twenty fifth, Santa comes, of course. So on the twenty uh, fifth, we get presents from Santa. That's quite that's cool, it, though. On the twenty fifth, and is it underlined with music when you unwrap the gifts? Oh, there has to be Christmas music playing. We always had and, Christmas music playing when I was. And what would be the choice this year for unpacking the gifts? Oh, maybe I'll do maybe I'll do bare naked ladies, elf's lament. I think this is a good one for uh, the twenty fifth in the morning. Yeah, for unpacking. Yeah, give a little boost of energy. The song is about. Elves wanting to go on strike because they're underappreciated. Yeah. Makes sense for, for Christmas morning. Maybe the kids will appreciate what they get more. That's a good one. So here for you guys, when you were growing up, you had you didn't have the You had um, St. Nicholas comes on the 5th, right? St. Nicholas? Who's that? <laughs> no, it's the 6th. 6th. Nikolaus is Nikolaus Tag. Uh, or just Nikolaus. It's the 6th. The yeah. Why did I think it was the 5th? I don't know. But yeah. That we didn't have and we I didn't have growing up. Yeah. And it was also never big in my in my house, uh, my home. So I know a lot of kids already got like a huge present on the on the sixth. Um that was not uh our house, so some sweets or some candy. But uh, and that was uh, quite nice. For the present time it was really Christmas Eve. And would you guys have um, just presents from family or? Yeah. Nothing But, from I mean, Santa? No, just from family. But I mean, we're a big family. We're like six six people. So a lot of presents. And the best time for Christmas always was like uh, the time when I was still playing with Lego. And, and then yeah. the big Lego stuff was coming on Christmas. Oh, that was the best. 
but you would open at night yeah and then you'd have to basically go to bed afterwards no we not get to play stay. with your stuff we can stay late uh, at that time you're starting building up yeah but of course like really playing with that next morning so the night was quite quite short because we went up then quite early that's what i like about getting like growing up we didn't get presents on the 24th it was everything on the 25th everything yeah everything of course stockings from santa but then also presents from family as well on the 25th which i kind of like because then you have you open everything in the morning and then you get to play all day yeah that's cool except for when we when we would be traveling to one of my grandmother's houses and then it would be open your stuff get in the car and go (laughs) (laughs) and then drive for two hours yeah, but anyway, the night from the 24th to 25th was anyway short because you're nervous anyway. One way because you want to play with the presents you already got or you want to open the presents that you're waiting for. So Even shorter if you think you see Rudolph. True. Because and then you're just too excited to sleep comes to music we don't do that anymore but when i was a kid we were like kind of dancing around the christmas tree and singing some kids christmas songs before opening the presents that's like from, from denmark a danish uh, christmas songs no not danish christmas songs but the rituals from 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 denmark uh what, what are the typical christmas songs yeah uh, not this one uh can't stand it jingle uh, bells yes yeah, so, or oh, tannenbaum or oh tannenbaum <laughs> um i have to check them why do they got them but really really classic ones so and do you uh think that now being older you probably listen to less christmas music right yeah true and do you think you listen to it well you don't have kids so I don't know that I listened to much Christmas music when I didn't have kids either. Um, Maybe a little bit, but not that much. Would you consider your current music taste of Christmas music to be like your normal taste in music? Do you like happy Christmas music or depressing Christmas music? (laughs) No, I think Christmas music should be more, at the end it should be more happy. That, that, that's for sure or it should be at least funny um yeah so before we recorded i played some of the playlist from my daughter lillian mm-hmm. 
and I asked her the same question about you. Do you want to hear the reply? Yeah. Do you think Barrett likes happy Christmas songs or sad Christmas songs? Mm. Probably. <laughs> sad. <laughs> Your reputation precedes you. Uh, well, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> unless unless uh, Lily is not getting sad when they think about when she think about me. <laughs> I did make a sad face to get her to say sad. <laughs> so I, I can't trick her. She, I you tricked trick her. her. She's like, yeah, probably sad. We also did a an a, a version of what does Lily think for this because I didn't think Chuck Klosterman would have anything to say about Christmas music, or does he? Well. I'm pretty sure he has he has so many thoughts. I you also have thoughts about Christmas music, but I I never read anything or listened to any podcast where he talked about this. And anyway, the next episode, the next regular one we will have, uh, there will be a lot of uh, information by Chuck Luster. So, are you ready to hear what Lily says? Yes. But her fa- I asked her what her favorite Christmas song is. So, Lily, what is your favorite Christmas song? You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout. I'm telling why Santa Claus is coming to town. He knows if you are sleeping, he knows if you're awake, he knows if you've been better, but good. So be good for goodness sake. Why do you like that song? Because there is the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. So it's kind of like why she likes pink and white. Because pink. She likes Santa. Why Santa Claus is coming to town? Because Santa. Because Santa. Well, then she will like a couple of other songs too. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's uh she didn't like the Bruce Springsteen version though of Santa Claus. Uh, also no, no no surprise. No. I think she likes it because it's on Elf and she really liked Elf. That's what Zoe Deschanel ends up singing at the end of the movie. I think that's the re- the main reason. Well, what? A very good answer. To sing an answer always good if you're able to do that. Or capable to do that. There's some more, but we'll play that as the outro. Very good. Um, anything else about Christmas music you would like to talk about? Do you right know what now? the most popular Christmas song ever is? Ever? Driving Home for Christmas. Well, it's just a guess that just came came out. I, I would say it's, uh, it is less Christmas by Wham, but it only came out in the, in the 80s. So it will be something older. I, I have no clue. Uh, White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Ah, okay, yeah. Number two, though, not Wham. Mariah Carey? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She was massively huge. 
Yeah, it's, and that's from the '90s, right? It's, it's even newer than Last Christmas. Newer than Last Christmas, but yeah. huge song. Yeah, I think there is also now like a Christmas special on. I, I saw something on on the Apple TV, some advertising like a Christmas show with Mariah Carey, something like that. Um, I will I will not watch it, but. Uh, What's actually coming up for a very cool Christmas special is on December 23rd, a Chili Gonzalez Christmas special. That also, not only an album, also a special. Yeah. Okay. We will 100% be watching that here. Was Feist? Or you don't know? Don't know. It just says special guests. So maybe Feist. But I can say a lot of artists we already covered also with Christmas music, or at least in that corner. Feist was there. Then Gregory Porter was there. Feist, I mean, Porter. Not for a Marvin Gaye Christmas song. Tyler the Creator. Oh, there's I'm no gay. Nirvana, but there's Eddie Vedder. Grunge. Okay, no Nas. No surprise. No Block Party. No Block Party. Yeah. Strokes. Julian Casablanca. Taylor Swift, of course. Taylor Swift, yeah. So who has her second album in one year. Is it as good as uh, Folklore? Or We'll get into that on a different occasion. Ah, very good cliffhanger. But I think the, the most interesting part is an album like the one from Zia you mentioned. Because Christmas it's all is... original. Yeah. Because Christmas music is like, of course, it's about your... Mostly about the past and and and, and childhood and, and and tradition, family and tradition. So it makes sense that there are so many cover versions of famous Christmas songs and about about nostalgia, right? Yeah. So, but then to create new songs, that is something I find quite interesting, quite good. Good that I will check if there's something there. Oh, that that's really. Something that can become a new classic, and even if it's just for me or whatever, maybe. That's, the whole, uh, whole Zia album is very, very, very good. Do you know Zia before that album, or was it just oh, coincidence? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I've listened to lots of Zia before she okay. got. I liked her before she was famous. Ah, yeah. Is there are there other newer um other artists with new Christmas music that you like original discovered? Christmas music? Yeah. Or just Yeah. Bare naked ladies have stuff that's just for them or that's not traditional. Or they take diff- a new take on traditional stuff like like they did a song, a version of Deck the Halls, where it's called Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. But that's not like it's the same tune. Um, but they have on, on their Christmas album some original stuff. Ron Sexsmith does lots of original Christmas stuff. Oh, yeah. You also have one one song in that list. Yeah, maybe this that's Christmas. A good one. He has like, I think, 
three or four Christmas songs that are completely original. Dolly Parton does lots of original Christmas stuff as well. That was back in the day. Um, and what artist you would like to have original Christmas album right now? If you can choose. You think, oh, that would be the perfect artist for a Christmas album. Just right to now. have a Christmas album, not yep. just original hits. Just Christmas in general. Yeah, it's Christmas in general. Dua Lipa. Oh, surprise. <laughs> I was looking. I can't find any, anything. She just did a, a Christmas song with um, Jimmy Fallon like two or three, like last week because she was on SNL this week on Saturday. So she did Fallon before that and did um, the song from from love actually mm. like the one that the old rock star sings. where the old rock star sings yeah yeah they did that one together but she doesn't actually have any christmas music not yet not yet what about you is there anyone mm, first thing that comes to mind is that that one i already mentioned i think billy joel maybe cover version something like that and for new ones, as you just said, Jimmy Fallon, I think the Roots are capable of doing also a great original Christmas album. They stuff. have one Christmas song. Yeah, the with, with well, other artists. Backups. Yeah, or even as a backup, but they they could they could pull it totally off. That would be interesting. Yeah, Crest Love with the writing Christmas songs, maybe with other artists together or that. I think that would be cool. But so, that's just what came up right now. A full-on hip-hop Christmas album would be interesting. Yeah. Because all I of just, the songs, there's a, it might be a bit, yeah, not very serious. <laughs> so you'd need to have a, a rapper that isn't doesn't take themselves over, overly yeah. serious. But still so capable of great storytelling. Right? something that you can combine maybe maybe tyler tyler the creator does his own christmas album at some point yeah his voice might be frightening on a christmas <laughs> whole christmas album true just because he's so dark yeah right now i'm looking at the cover of enter the wu-tang uh, wu-tang would not be very good for christmas uh, even when uh, Wu Tang is for the children, but uh, no. Um, oh, ODB dressed up as Santa. Yeah. On the cover. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like Childish Gambino? Yeah, he could. That would be interesting. That'd be very interesting. He could he could pull stuff off. But maybe not only for as a musician, also, like because he's so talented, but. Or outcast on their own way. I mean, they they already wrote a musical uh, stuff like this, an outcast Christmas album. I wonder why there's not that much hip hop Christmas stuff. Nah, it's not grimy enough, and the 
how hip hop evolved originally from. I think that's that's. Everyone likes the holiday season, though, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, unless you're good. But even he liked it in the end. That's uh, that's true. And a New York artist, good New York. Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, Jay Z, Jay Z, and wife. Beyonce. Yeah, the Carters, the Carters Christmas. Or oh, and some DJ Premier Christmas beats. Does Rihanna have any Christmas music? I have no clue. That'd be entertaining. Well, I think that will fit, but I'm not an expert on Rihanna music. Or if Beyonce want to make a Christmas album, she just reunited with Destiny Child. Then it makes even more sense. How about a Christmas album by Interpol? So a sad one. No. <laughs> Inter it's just depressing Christmas. That would be horrible. Christmas music is supposed to be happy sounding. There's enough sad sounding Christmas music already. You don't need a whole album. Who would listen to a sad Christmas album? <laughs> I don't know, me? <laughs> If it's good. Nah, you're right. Christmas is more, should be more uplifting. And I don't think you can really like sit there and try to rate a Christmas album as being like good compared to no other music in general. Ab yeah, absolutely. It's it's just about a it's certain not kind music of feeling. It's going to be critically acclaimed. No, <laughs> no. I think that's never the target of Christmas music. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Any more words for for Christmas and especially Christmas music? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Then you still have an outro. I have an outro. We will then be heading out. That's the end of this longer version of Heavy Rotation. Way longer than usual. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Um, follow us on Instagram or subscribe to the podcast on whatever service you listen to podcasts and next time around we will be either talking about led zeppelin's four or talking to a special guest happy holidays and we'll talk to you next time happy holidays
Blessing God away, ha ha ha, the thumbbuckers ring. Making pure dried old finest to rain and singing flames on the neck. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, old finest to rain, wonders open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, old finest to rain, one horse open sleigh. That's really good.